What's up, everyone? This is Isaac Smolden, the production manager here at my house. Super excited to welcome everyone to season three of My Voice, now hosted by case manager Brian Fields. A quick reminder that today's episode of My Voice is going to be part one of a two-part series with our guest. So please make sure you are tuning back in two weeks from when this episode releases to catch the second half of our first guest of season three's story. Thanks, everyone. Enjoy the show. My Voice provides those with lived experience in homelessness, addiction, mental and behavioral health struggles, and domestic violence with a platform to tell their story in their words. Every episode is conducted anonymously in order to facilitate a candid and comfortable place for guests to tell their story. My Voice is hosted by Brian Fields, who works as a case manager here at the My House Youth Drop-In Center in Wasilla, Alaska. We now join a My Voice conversation, already in progress. Bro, the cool thing though is like you're my first guest, so if it comes out awful, it's my fault. Mm-hmm. Good. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to hear that because this is my first time being a guest. What? <laughs> so, like, that's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome, dude. Awesome. Are we ready? I wrote down a question, but I lost it. Okay, I found it. We're good? We're going? Okay. <laughs> So, I have a question for you. Please, please ask. <laughs> if you had to choose one famous person from history that you would want to be on your team during the zombie apocalypse, who would it be and why? Mm. So, this is a real historical Dude, figure. this is, yeah. And it's like, <clears throat> I mean, this is serious. This says a lot about you based on your answer. So, please take your time. I mean, I guess if I'm trying to survive. Yeah. Right, like tactically, yeah, it'd probably be like Genghis Khan. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, like I'm just saying, he was pretty innovative with his tactics. Okay, yeah, dude. When I thought about like when I read the question, the first thing, the first person I thought of was Terry Crews, bro. (laughs) That's not (laughs) you didn't, bro. He's cheeseburger Eddie, bro. He can smuggle (laughs) you cheeseburgers. He's strong. He's funny. That's really keep the the. The morale high. Is that know? a historical figure, though? I don't Because if we can do that, I'm going to go with Denzel Washington <laughs> with, like, training day skills. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Is that your final answer, Denzel no, no, no. Washington? Okay. If I'm going final answer, it's going to be Denzel Washington with the skills of, like, the Book of Eli. Okay. You seen that? Yeah. Yeah, I've But, like, that. the attitude of training day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's solid. Yeah. That's solid. I feel like you would survive for a while. I would. What's up, man? So... Thank you for coming, dude. You're my first guest. I am the brand new host of the show. Very excited to have you and to, to hear your story today. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. I'm not nervous at all. No, not at all. Nope. I, can't, I can't see you sweating. I'm That's not. That's weird. Where, where are you from, my friend? So born in Arizona. Pretty good childhood, Yeah, I would say. Okay. For the most part, depending on what you consider childhood. Did you, how long were you in Arizona for? Until I was 14. So you were 14? Okay. Mm-hmm. When you grew like growing up, was it just like was mom and dad together? Was there like separation there? Or like uh, no. So they <clears throat> never they were never married. 
and my dad, there was a bit of an age difference, like an 11 year age difference with okay. my mom and dad. So my dad was younger, but um, they split when I was about four or five. Okay. And uh, it was just a mama's boy, basically. Yeah. So. Okay. Did they like share custody or did like dad split or? Uh, yeah. So I had to go to my dad's every other weekend. Okay. Which was cool for a while, kind of. Like my dad yeah, was. Yeah, I mean, you said I had to go to my dad. I'm yeah, like, oh, dang. Like my dad was like not. And I, I used to be very resentful towards him. Uh-huh. But like, you know, becoming a father, I started to understand the struggles with that. Yeah. And um, especially custody stuff. But he was always like the axe. Right, okay. like, yeah. like my mom's like, "Don't make me call your dad <laughs> if I'm getting in trouble." Yeah. And I'm like, "Okay, sorry, I won't." But yeah, um, so he just showed up when I was in trouble, mm-hmm. or when I had to go there over the weekend. Okay, so okay, and so you and mom, so majority of time was spent with mom. Yeah, and you guys had a good relationship. Oh yeah, my, me and my mom were very close. Okay, yeah. What was school like in Arizona? The schools, or how was I in school? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was very concerned with being accepted. Like my grades have always come second. You know, I never was like failing, like, you know, or anything in like elementary school and stuff. Like I could always do, I test really well, Uh but in class, like I needed attention, right? So I had to be funny. Yeah. Um, I tried to hang out with the older kids, um, which backfired because then I became the runt of my friend group, right? (laughs) And so always constantly trying to prove myself, always in the principal's office. It was actually trouble at school that led me to come up to Alaska. Yeah. Okay. Do you think the need for attention had to do with the relationship with your father at all? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, dude. (laughs) Um, uh, I mean, probably. I think it probably had to do with a lot of things. I mean, definitely that. Yeah. Uh, My dad was a very... um, I mean, it's just, I needed good attention or bad attention, right? Mm -hmm. My dad was, he's very, uh, at the time, he was disappointed in me. He's very, like, one of those guys, like, your generation. So there's problems with my generation, right? right? (laughs) You know, like, we got no. dang kids. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, I wasn't allowed to uh, cry at certain times. Right. Right. I had to, like, bury it. He would say, like, put my head, like, in a pillow or something, but. I don't, I, now I see like none of that was malicious. He wasn't like trying to be a dick or a, oh, sorry. Bleep, bleep. <laughs> <laughs> he was a, he was just trying to do the best he could. Like, yeah, for first, sure. First kid, he's a young guy. So yeah, probably a lot of that probably came from yeah. dad so, issues. Like, yeah, I mean like the reason I ask is cause like, if you look at the numbers, they're actually super staggering when you look at adolescents that have problems that come from families that are divided. And I think it's like something that's not like not talked about enough. Nobody, they told me like, have safe sex, all of those type of things. Mm-hmm. But nobody told me like, you know, when you're, when you're ready to build a family, like it's really about building that with somebody that you trust and you care about and mm-hmm. all of these things and not like these selfish motives that unfortunately when I had a kid that I had, right. You know what I mean? Which led to the separation of me yeah, and my ex anyways. Okay. So you were having trouble in school in Arizona and then did mom or did dad say you're going to Alaska? So... It was freshman year when I got in big, big, big trouble. What did you What did you do? What do you mean big, big trouble? Let's <laughs> Let's hear about this. What's the um, scoop? I, uh, me and my buddies got caught doing cocaine at school during state testing. Okay. I mean, and have you ever done state testing at school? Like, you know, you yeah. got to put the the Manila folders up so like no one copies you, right? Right. And, like we were doing coke like on our net. Like it was just bad. Dang. 
Yeah. And um, freshman year of high school. Freshman year of high school. Yeah. Okay. When did you start using drugs? Oh, my first experience with drugs was when I was 11. I smoked weed with my cousin Dane. And that's another thing. Like, he was my a role model for me. Uh huh. But not really. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, like, I mean, yeah, I, if he's giving you weed, then. I idolized because he was like the one. My, I was. My mom was a teacher, right? And okay. so she was like, so I was so like smothered in love yeah, all the time, yeah. right? And like in my head, I felt, you know, like kind of a for it, like yeah. kind of sometimes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> my bad, my bad. <laughs> and so like I go to my aunt's house and Dane's got like spiked hair, right? Mm. He's like 16 and he's got like a skull tattooed on his shoulder. And, yeah, like, he's so cool, dude. Brass he sounds knuckles, cool. Right? Yeah, he I'd was, hang out with he him He was for so sure. cool. I was like, you are so cool, man. <laughs> and uh, yeah, one night uh, he was smoking weed in the garage and he just gave it to me and I hit it. Yeah. And like, I don't even know if I inhaled it, right? Yeah. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Right? Yeah. Like, I pr- pretended I had the munchie. Like, I don't know what any of this is. <laughs> and uh, so that, that was my first experience with that. Okay. And uh, that actually, this is probably pretty important. I went and told my friends about it. Yeah. And my friends are like 13, 14. Okay. And um, I'm like, yo, guys. <laughs> I just I smoked weed this weekend, right? Like thinking I was going to be breaking like, news, breaking news, right? <laughs> Finally accepted, yeah. like leveling up. And they were like, well, we've been smoking weed. Oh. Like, we've been drinking. I'm you like, you guys to the party late. Yeah, yeah. They like, they didn't tell me cause my mom's a teacher. Right. And like oh. and this and that. And so then I had to play catch up oh. Oof. or so I thought. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, got in trouble at school freshman year. My dad had been in Alaska for some time and, um, She's like, you're going to go live with your dad for six months to get straightened out, get your grades back up. I was skipping school. I had like all F's and like two D's by yeah. out the time I was a freshman. Which okay. Is, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so, yeah, then I came to Alaska. Then you came to Alaska? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're talking 11, started smoking weed, we tried it, and then we said we had to play catch up. So like, was it for a while just smoking weed or did it like progress like quickly with like narcotics and stuff like that? Or um, So it was pretty, I mean... I was 11, right? right? So, like, at first it would be, like, we'll go to the store and, like, steal some liquor, right? Because in Arizona it's just out. You can just go in there and put it in your pants or whatever. And we do that every now and then. You know, I'm 12, I'm 13, and then 13, oxy-80s were a big thing. Yeah. My buddy's mom, was she had those, and we'd get into that. Right. Right, and then, you know, you start doing that, and then, a little bit of older people come into the mix, right? Like, so like 17 year olds, 18 year olds, sometimes like 19 year olds. And then yeah. spice was a thing. Oh, so then yeah. we're going to, and bath salts, like oh, all God, that stuff. Yeah. Like by the time, like at 13 and 14, right? right? So yeah, just kind of, I didn't see the gravity of like what I was doing. Yeah. But is there like substance abuse like in your family or is it? Or? Uh, so yes, like not in my household. Right. Right. My mom like would, you know, she'd have a glass of wine on the porch, but. Everywhere else, yeah. Yeah. So was it ever like, did you ever have those thoughts of you'd see what they were doing and you're like, I'm not I'm not going to do that type of deal? Like or with my it, family? Yeah. I or, never saw any of that. Oh, you never my seen? My mom, I had no idea. Like, I could tell like other people were more rowdy than like my yeah. mom or yeah. like me, but I was like at home, like the only time I really, th- she didn't tell me like, your aunt's doing math. Yeah. I guess it's not a conversation <laughs> yeah. you have over dinner. Like, she, hey, aunt Karen down the street is... You know, yeah, she's twacked out, twacked out up for a week. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't, yeah. I didn't know any of that. Okay, but. okay, so you were like, 
you were like sheltered from that. So you didn't have anything to reference as far as what these choices will, will lead to or anything like that. No. Okay. Okay. So you get to Alaska, you're 14 and you move in with your dad. And at this point, I'm assuming you have pretty high resentments for him. Uh, now? Yeah. At 14 when you moved? At 14, I was just, I was afraid of him. Still afraid? Okay. I was just, I was really afraid of him. Like I, he was all about respect. Yeah. Right. Like he didn't really care if I understood why I was obeying him just right. that I was doing it. So it was mostly just fear. And like with that came some resentments, but like he was like, I mean, he tried to spank me when I was like 15 years old. Oh, damn. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, he would like, you know, if I did something at the table, like elbows on the table, whoosh, like a little, little love tap in the back of the head, you know? Okay. Um, have to say yes, sir. No, sir. Yeah. But he was effective, man. Like my grades, like. The second semester, so first semester Arizona all F's two D's, second semester in at Wasilla High all A's two B's. Oh wow! Like I was home like he's like we're doing homework right now. Like Dang. I mean, and he was so it was effective, and he still like did things right. He took me to go, he got me a four wheeler. Yeah, right, and like tried to show me the Alaskan thing, and like yeah. Okay, and so you started to turn your grades around, mm-hmm. and it sounds like so you were up here till you were fifteen. So it sounds like six months turned to longer. Yes. So uh, what happened there? So I moved in with him and a girl, his girlfriend at the time, mm-hmm. who I really liked, and she had three kids, oh, and I was an only child, and so I was like, I really liked the idea of having brothers and sisters, right? And I was yeah. home all the time. Uh, I was trying to stay out of trouble, so like we just play video games, like make forts, or like Nerf wars, and like yeah. I just totally fell in love with having the idea of uh, you know having brothers and sisters. But then after about six months, him and her broke up. Mm. And it was her apartment, and like he went to go stay with an uncle, and I'm putting air quotes up, right? And I didn't want to go. Like I don't know that person. I don't want to go there. Yeah. And my mom's like, okay, well it's time to come home. I was like, well I'm gonna spend a little bit more time with you know my brothers and sisters. And so we did that. So you stayed with I stayed dad's with, ex. Yes. Okay. Right, who I had been calling stepmom at that point. Right. But then the man was out of the house. Right. The, the big scary guy who made me do all these things was gone. Yeah. And I know how to get away with things with my mom, uh-huh. like in Arizona, right? Like yeah. I know how to lie. Like I can't manipulate my dad. Like he'd just see right through it. You know, I'd start like, hey, can I get your credit card to like walk down to McDonald's and get some food? She'd be like, yeah, sure. Oh, man. Yeah, but I'm like going out and I'm like stealing some spray paint, right? <laughs> like I'm going to like tag, like yeah. whatever. Tagging the bridge tonight, Tagging the boys. bridge, boy. Show up or be square. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Getting like a lighter and an ax can. <laughs> you know, just like stupid. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then, uh, and then I met people, like these other kids that were like walking around town, like doing the same thing that were my age, like 15, right? Like 14, 16. Mm-hmm. And uh, start smoking weed. Okay. Again. And uh, Had you been off of like everything this whole yeah, time? Yeah, yeah. Up until this point? Yeah. I oh, had wow. every now and then like I would drink, but that mm-hmm. was like okay. okay. Like I would like have a beer or something at like some barbecue. But right. I wasn't like you, ab- yeah. abusing substances or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, so this guy came into the picture, right? She got a new boyfriend. Super great guy now, by the way, in recovery. Okay. At the time, bad priorities. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, opposite of my dad. Yeah. Right. I just come home one and day. Where like, is like dad like at all like he just was concerned about like you still living there? What's mom saying about all this? My mom like wanted me to keep coming home. 
she wanted to give me time yeah. right because i was like adjusted now and i was starting to create my new identity and i don't want to go back because i'm also getting away with things here right mm. like i'm able to leave and go smoke mm. weed and yeah right and like have yeah. girls over like whatever right i have a girlfriend at the time also right like i don't want to leave her i yeah. forgot about that so this guy shows up and he's the total opposite like he's got rock revivals on right his hair is all gelled up like he's like some affliction shirt like i don't know right like he just looks super cool yeah and me and my little brother like hated it right We're like who's this guy like coming to like kill the vibe out here <laughs> like this is our house dude and so like i had stuck gum on his car or something right or he, he i asked him for a piece of gum he gave me the whole pack yeah and i just thought that was so douchey for some reason like, i was like you're such a douche bro and so like i took it and like we chewed up like half the pack and we left to go whatever, probably steal cigarettes from the store or something. And like, yeah. I stuck the, all the gum to his car and we're like, I don't like mint or just some dub. But we started to use with him. Oh, right. Okay. Like weed. Yeah. Which, and then he started getting a little more on it. He was concerned about being our friends because we'd given him such a hard time mm -hmm. uh, rather than being like an authority figure. And that snowballed. He got a little more honest with us about the things he was doing. And it turns out he was selling drugs. Mm. And that's, how he made his money. Gotcha. And this is great because my dad is like, like, this is all new to me. Yeah. Like, yeah, I like to get high, but like talking to an actual, like, and living with someone who's selling drugs. Right. That was a shock. So but, yeah, you're in a whole different lifestyle now at this point. Yes. It's just like how I was <clears throat> with my cousin, right? Like I, I still, there's that part of me that like really idolized the freedom of that, the aura being bad. Right. So we started doing Molly was okay. a thing. Yeah. And it got like, I would get Molly for like half a gram of Molly for like doing the dishes, <laughs> right? <laughs> or like, oh, wow. Or like cleaning yeah. my room. Yeah. Um, Steep price. <laughs> <laughs> really driving a, yeah. a bargain there. But he like decked me out. Like he got me designer jeans, right? And he got yeah. me like new shoes. And like I, my dad had made me feel very weak, mm. right? Not maliciously so, right. right? But he made me feel like, you know, like a runt. Like I needed to do better. Like I wasn't smart enough. Right. Like I wasn't like strong enough, fast enough. Like, it's like, I was just, uh, I don't know why. Yeah. I there's like, like no that, empowerment there or like lifting you up or anything. Yeah. Like that. My dad so was, was like, like, we got to rebuild you and like make you a man. Right. It's all about being a man, yeah. being a man, being a man. And, uh, this guy was like, you're pretty cool, bro. Like, let me deck you out. Right. So he was like accepting of you, of like who you are. And yes. Yeah. And so it just, it got bad, man. Yeah. And so where did like school again, like start falling by the wayside? Yes. Okay. <laughs> grades started slipping, but like, and they would pretend to like care about my grades, mm -hmm. right? They'd be like, well, you need to do your homework before you get this like <laughs> Molly, right? <laughs> oh my God. And my stepmom at the time was like, so she did not like it. Yeah. Right. But was like, she using too? Uh, she was like, she smoked weed and stuff, but she still worked. I don't think she really understood the gravity of what was going on or okay. she refused to look at it. Yeah. That definitely happens a lot. Right. Cause it's like, I'm a child Yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm doing hard drugs in your house. Right. Yeah. And you were entrusted to like, to take care of me. So there's a lot of guilt there, but we're all addicts like in one way or another. Yeah. So school fell by the wayside. I would go to school high. Right. I wasn't like a popular kid. Because I couldn't really relate to, like, the preppy football players, but I didn't want to be, like, I don't know what else there was, like, gothic. <laughs> I don't know, like, nerdy, I guess, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so I just had my little group of friends, and we just did drugs and walked around town and smoked cigarettes and 
you know, went to house parties, but was it just Molly at that point and like Molly and weed or did it Molly and weed and I didn't really drink. Okay. Um, But the come down started getting really bad. And I would talk to him about, I'd just be dead. Like, I can't go to school. Like, I'm just, like, my head is, like, because I come down from that stuff is rough. Yeah. Um, Even if you're not, like, actively using it. Yeah. I remember, like, when I was using, like, I'd do some Molly, and the next day, like, I felt, like, absolute death. And I couldn't yeah. imagine that. Because, I mean, I was, like, in my 20s when I had started with ecstasy and stuff. And so I couldn't imagine being in my early teens and being, like, what? Yeah, that would have been. Yeah, like you want me to go to school right now? Yeah, like, like are you crazy? You're tripping, dude. Yeah. You need to give me some more Molly. I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, that'll fix it, right? That's right. that speaks so much volumes to like the addict brain of. Oh yeah, we'll just pile more on top of it. Exactly. And that'll that'll make it all better. Yeah. And so like this whole time, I'm giving my mom. I'm like giving her excuses, and like everyone's keeping her in the dark, right? Because my mom is like. She's crazy in a good way, right? Like <laughs> yeah. she'll fly down there and have us all arrested. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? yeah like, that's so, my baby. Yeah, <laughs> we got to keep her in the dark on this, which I feel terrible for now. So, yeah, the come down is bad, and I'm talking to him about that, uh, my stepdad. Okay. And he's like, well, you know, you could you could try this, right? And it was meth. Oh, no. Right? And so I How did old that. were you at this point? Uh, uh, Probably like 16. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe 17. My sense of time is a little messed up from all the Molly and mess. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine that would do that. Yeah, and we started doing that, and it was way better, right? Like, it was, like, the longevity of it. Right. And the, you know, and so that started happening, and then with that comes uh, drama, right? right? Like, within the household, Where's obviously. Where's dad? Is dad, like, completely removed from the picture at this point? Like, he's not even, like, checking on you anymore? Or? Yeah, so he worked on the slope. He was at my uncle's, and, like, I didn't want anything to do with him. Mm. at all yeah right did and he I, try to make anything like, there was a couple times where he would like i'd be walking in town like i remember one time i was at cars and he just comes like drifting and he's like like get in the car son <laughs> I'm, like, yeah. I'm not going with you yeah i'm wayward yeah. you know? <laughs> like, i'm a black sheep dude leave me alone <laughs> i'm a peacock yeah. you gotta let me fly <clears throat> right so there was, there was a couple times he tried to do that but i wasn't having it yeah so then like lots of drama came in the house i remember i got a uh, my first car with a dividend mm. and then they kind of like took it from me did you have your license when you got the car no no maybe not i don't i might have yeah. i don't i don't no no i didn't okay i didn't have that but i bought it right and they were yeah. helping me practice driving and then they started driving it and i'm all high i'm like they're stealing from me dude <laughs> like you know like just going crazy yeah. and we get in fights and then they kick me out right or i'd leave and uh there came a time where i was not allowed to come back so i think i was 17 i know i was going to rochelle high school okay and i went to a campsite like we were just walking around at this point right i'm sleeping in like boiler rooms sometimes and like i'm hanging out with the, the townies what mm-hmm. we call them right like other wayward runaway kids my age yeah or the 40 year old guy that's holding the sign right <laughs> yeah you know i was living in a tent but i was still trying to go to school and like i'd go home every now and then and get another fight like it was just it was crazy just chaos it was chaos and that was like my first experience with my house okay uh became a client <clears throat> there i don't remember like how i was referred to that or mm-hmm. found out about it i didn't want to change my life right because i loved getting high but I would shower. I would come come here and like shower before school because I had a shag then. 
right? So like, I, 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 I couldn't go to school with greasy hair. We're going to have to look up some pictures. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I got to see this. Yeah, the chicks loved it. Yeah, I'm sure they did. And uh, my house is actually the people that they took me to get my driver's test. Because oh, I had yeah. that scheduled a while ago when I got my permit, like with my dad. Mm-hmm. And the date was coming up and I had no one to take me. I had no car. And I just walked in here. I was like, I got a test today. And I really want to take it. And I'm like, uh, okay. And so they, wow. they took me in the van. Yeah. And I showed up to the DMV in a van that said the homeless teens of Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> and like yeah. just drove this dude around. Yeah. That's so awesome though, man. Yeah. Cause that like speaks volumes to like what my house does. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you don't necessarily have to be ready to like change your life. If you're ready to work on any type of goal, yeah. right? like we're here to help you work on that goal. And it's not okay, take this number and, and go wait in the waiting room. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, how cool is that that you got to come in and be like, yo, I got a test today. Yeah. Can you guys help me with that? And boom, yeah. there you are. And I wasn't doing, like, anything other than just, I was just utilizing, like, the re- available, like, surface-level resources, like mm-hmm. food, a shower. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, like, trying to change my life or, like, accepting any direction or suggestion from them. Right. And there was still absolutely no questions asked. Like, like yeah, sure, let's make it happen. Yeah, that's awesome. That was pretty cool. So you can't be first starting to get your homeless now, trying to go to school. Oh, yeah. Engaging with my house, getting a little bit of like, it sounds like you're kind of trying to just like function and survive a little bit. Yeah. Did you um, finish school? Oh, like graduate high school? Yeah. No. No. Okay. I got my GED when I was probably like 22. Okay. At Matsu pretrial. So how long did it take for you to drop out after you became homeless? And how long were you like? Uh, well, so like I ended up moving <clears throat> in with a friend, I think, when I was maybe late 17. Mm-hmm. Still very low supervision in that household. Okay. Uh, they were a Russian family. And so like I just stayed in his room, right? And then tried to go to school. And, uh, but I, I stole something. I, uh, I think I like robbed like the grape tap or something. Like a restaurant. Okay. Like I, I stole like four kegs. Wow. And like, How did you even carry that? <laughs> so, well, that's the There's thing. Hercules over <laughs> no, here. Too. Of course not, dude. <laughs> no. It's like, you know, that old town, like Old Wasilla, where all those little old vintage buildings are? Yeah. So I just rolled the kegs over there. This was in the middle of the night and okay. like stashed them under that building and yeah. then was going to have this like 20 year old guy and go pick him up. Mm-hmm. And the cops were waiting for him when he went there. And obviously he's like, well, yeah, this kid just told me to come pick him up. <laughs> so the cops were looking for me at school. Um, they eventually came to my friend's house and arrested me. Okay. When I was 17. So that was my first experience with that. Did you go to DJJ? I went to Matsu Youth Facility. Yeah. yeah. So for like 10 days. Okay. Did like you get put on probation or anything? Or Yeah. Okay. And, and that's when like I got my mom back involved in my life. <laughs> right? oh, okay. Like, I need help. And so she... So I was in there for 10 days, and then I had to go out and go to PHH. Okay. So Presbyterian Hospitality House. Yes. And kind of like a group home type setting. Mm-hmm. And I was there for like six months, I think. And then the condition for that was like I had to go when I turned 18. I could get off all that, all the consequences if I went back home to Arizona. To Arizona. Oh, yeah. wow. Which I did for a little bit. Okay. And then I started drinking. And then I called my stepmom up here and was like, I can't do this. You know, like, I want to come back up there. And then she bought me a ticket and I left my mom mm. again, which was, she was heartbroken. Yeah. Um, 
And what was it like when you like went back? Was mom like harder on you then or was um, it still like, did she still have like the same parenting style? Uh, I mean, I was, it was different. I think yeah. I don't remember too much, but I mean, I had completely changed like before right. I, I mean, I, right. So it was like a whole, I was able to like run my own life basically. Gotcha. And like, I was a little more defiant and cocky and yeah. So, okay. And so then you called stepmom and you came back to Alaska. Yes. And you were still 18 at this time? Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe, yeah, 18, close to 19. And then I just I just kept doing what I was doing. And then I, I met someone that I had met this girl and went to her house for something. And her dad was, like, the plug. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, the real deal. Like, oh, I was, And I started meeting all these, like, adults now. Like, mm. real, like, you know, people in their 30s that are like, this is their life. Their life is yeah. drugs. Right. These aren't the people that are walking around on the street. Mm-hmm. These are the ones that, like, are going from house to house and, like, all these, like, trap houses. And I got introduced to that. Uh, and I started staying in his garage and just I started to, like, sell meth. Right at nineteen, I was about nineteen years old. Yeah. Okay. Um, and again, thought I was super cool. He let me drive around his Escalade, right? And I would go in town, like where I knew all those people used to walk around town with were, and I had this Escalade, right? Like, look at me, dude. We made it. Yeah. (laughs) This is life. Yeah. Yeah, I was just having a conversation with somebody the other day. They were like trying to like talk with this eighteen-year-old, and they were telling him about how like they worked at this job they didn't like but they had this truck that they had fixed up and all these things. And he was trying to tell him like, Oh, but you can do this and you can do that. Like to better his life. He was like, eventually I just told him, he's like, man, like I understand for you at this age, this truck and this job is your entire world. Like this is life. Right. And I remember being in that at that age, man, where it was like, it didn't like, you can't see what my future is. Cause it's right here right now. And like these, these possessions that I have is my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I totally relate to that as far as like, yeah, yeah dude, I'm I mean, here, dude. You place, <laughs> I've arrived. You place value in that, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, especially when you were like, you know, you're on this, like walking around town, like stealing, just right, like yeah. scraping a meth pipe with like a homeless dude that was just holding the sign and like your <laughs> other friend who like left school, right? Like, and yeah. so. Yeah, life wasn't looking too hot there for a minute. So Escalade is like, yeah, next level. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't mine, but like, you know, and, uh, and he just like he just showed me everything, like this is how we do this, yeah. And, like this is how you do this. This is a scale, right? Like mm-hmm. this is how you want to bag this. Like it's just everything. And like I got so like he made me. He put this real business entrepreneur like style aspect mm-hmm. to it that made me again feel smart and like. Yeah. Was he powerful. somebody that you like idolized again as well? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And like now looking back on it, I'm like this dude is like. <laughs> <laughs> like a loser, right? Like yeah. at the time. But I mean, he's in prison now for 12 years. But yeah, he would like fly to Seattle and, you know, bring them back yeah. via his body, <laughs> right? You know? <laughs> I got, yeah. yeah. And I'm so, getting what you're putting down. Yeah, I met all these people and all these things. And then something really bad happened at that house. His daughter had a party there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, I don't know. I think I was working somewhere at the time. And like this kid came there. I don't know if he was 18 or even 17 and like drank some like bong water or something like meth bong water or something. And oh, this, wow. this, this kid died. 
Oh my I, gosh. And I was at work. And so it was so sad. Yeah. And like very shortly after that, like about a week after that. Did you I know was, him? I didn't know this kid. Yeah. No, I, I did not. He was one of this guy's daughter's friends. Um, but I, I do know this was like a normal kid, mm. right? Like who was just out partying, wrong place, wrong time, one wrong bad decision. Um, wow. It was very sad. That is but super sad. About a week after that, the DEA <laughs> capitalized on that and uh, raided the house. Thank you for listening to today's episode of My Voice. For local services here at my house, please call 373-4357. That's 373-HELP.